worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1807. All right, today here you're going to hear the unedited, unexpurgated comments from Marianne Brandon, who is editing Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker on set. And that's actually a rather big deal. Let's go. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and I'm gonna do my best to get through it without sneezing like crazy. I mean, you know, I guess that's what stopping and starting recordings are for, to be sure. And yeah, if you're watching the video version of this, then hopefully my red eyes don't look a little too crazy. I don't know what's going on. I don't usually get allergies or anything. And it has nothing to do with our studio manager, Indy, who is walking around the back of the video version of this. But be that as it may. So, here's the situation. Um, it was 10 years ago, it's kind of amazing to think it was 10 years ago, that Star Trek, not Star Wars, Star Trek was rebooted, yeah, back in 2009. And so, as part of their script-to-screen series, the Carsey Wolf Center at UC Santa Barbara invited Marianne Brandon to come and talk after a screening of the movie. Now, Marianne has worked with J.J. Abrams for a number of years, dating all the way back to Alias, and she is Emmy-nominated for her work on Alias and Oscar-nominated for her work on The Force Awakens as well. And she was part of this script-to-screen series, which is a thing that they do at the Carsey Wolf Center at UC Santa Barbara, where they examine how a screenplay becomes a film, for all intents and purposes. And so they interview scriptwriters and directors, producers, editors, and all sorts of other filmmaking professionals who are involved in transitioning a screenplay into an actual filmed movie. Now, it's been said from time to time that Star Wars would not be Star Wars without Marsha Lucas, who edited the film, the original film, aka A New Hope, and that editing has been really one of the things that shaped Star Wars and its success, that the movie was actually really found in the editing room. And if you're at all curious about the editing process and about how storytelling is shaped through film editing, I swear to you, this interview is absolutely wonderful. I was just entranced by the whole 50 minutes. Like, it's just, it's amazing. Like, I went to this thing specifically watching for when the Rise of Skywalker stuff was going to be talked about, and it happens about 24 minutes in. But you know, everything about it, like I was just sucked in and it was all done before the 28 minute mark and you know, I was watching it all the way, the rest of the way through, not because I was expecting anything about the Rise of Skywalker after that point, just because it was utterly fascinating. So without further ado, here is the section of this conversation with the Pollock Center or the Pollock Theaters director Matt Ryan, who is moderating this conversation. Here is a section of their conversation that pertains to the rise of Skywalker. I did this thing on, I'm cutting Star Wars, um, it's got uh, the rise of, of Skywalker, and um, 
I, we have a very short schedule because we, like when we did Force Awakens, we started in May and we finished shooting in October. We didn't, and we were out in Christmas. And this film, we didn't start shooting till August. And so we weren't done till February shooting. And so we have like six, four, five, six months less time. And it's a very big film. So I convinced JJ to let me cut on the set. Hmm. And um, he was like, no, we never do that. No. And I was like, just, you know, try it because I had to start turning over shots and things. So I was um, on the set the entire time <laughs> and he got so used to it. He was like, no, you need to be less than 10 feet away from me at all times. So if the camera would move 10 feet, my whole, I moved 10 feet. <laughs> and I mean, I was everywhere. I was in, outside in a water tank. And um, there's a, <laughs> it was this great moment where I'm sitting there cutting and I'm in the headphones and I'm cutting. And um, my assistant's walking towards me and she's laughing, laughing, laughing. And she goes, turn around, turn around. I turn around and Kylo Ren in full mask and cape is sitting on an apple box <laughs> just over me like this. <laughs> he's like, do you mind if I watch? <laughs> And uh, so on this film, I got to know the cast really well. I was literally part of the crew. So, and, you know, I got to know the gaffers, and obviously I know the DP, but I got to know the whole crew. And it was really great for me. It was really great to see. I would be watching what they were shooting. I was cutting what they shot the day before. I had the DP right there to ask questions. He could ask me questions. If I needed a shot or JJ and I decided we'd need another shot, we would literally set up in a corner and do some green screen shot of something. And it just, um, getting to know the cast and having them be comfortable with me, um, it was it was it was a really great way to understand know what they were going for and I, and without even having a big discussion about it. So um, I'm a big fan of you know I always love my wh whoever's in the film because I that's my process. I like fall in love with them. So I can when I cut them, I everything is about you know the best of them. And conversely, I mean the cast must love it because then they can turn to you. Like I said, a Kyle Adam Driver can turn to you and say, oh my God, like, and know, oh, you're part of the crew. I can ask you what you think, or you know, take a note from. Well, he was very ways. funny. If he, if he was ever, if I ever had anything up of him on the screen, he goes, oh, no, I don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this does seem, after having read the ILM presents the making of Solo, a Star Wars storybook by Rob Bredo, well, this does seem like the fine folks at Lucasfilm are changing the way that movies are made. And I know that to some degree in the making of Solo book where Ron Howard is talking to Rob Bredo and Rob reports that Ron invited Rob into the filmmaking process, not just from the visual effects perspective, but said, if you're seeing anything that, you know, looks like it isn't Star Wars, looks like it doesn't belong in the story, is not, you know, true to the whole situation, let me know, please, you know, please contribute, please be a part of this process. So that's probably, you know, Ron Howard being awesome and probably a matter of expediency as well, considering the situation that was happening. But I would like to think that it's the possibility of a an evolution in the way storytelling is happening, especially considering how pre-visualizations like moving storyboards are being brought onto set and how that's changing the way that they think about setting up shots and whatnot. 
you know, the whole process is evolving. And so now having the editor on set and being able to consult with the director of photography and consult with the director and grab shots as needed. I mean, it's just, it's really fascinating to me. So I'm going to take a quick break. I hope you found it fascinating too, <laughs> I should say. And, um, We'll talk about that water tank comment that she made real quick because that's kind of interesting, but we actually already know something about it. So it's not necessarily the, you know, big like, oh, bit of announcement news that it's been played out to be in some places. So <laughs> we'll talk. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you've got a business that needs to reach a dedicated audience of Star Wars fans, or you know somebody who does, then you might want to reach out to me. <laughs> I've got a show that reaches thousands of people between the audio version, the video version, and our social media channels, and I'd love to find out how I can help you with your business ventures too. Just reach out at sw7x7.com sponsors, that's plural, S-P-O-N-S-O-R-S, that's sw7x7.com sponsors, and let's see how we can work together. Welcome back. All right, so this water tank business, right? If you think back to, gosh, you know, it seems like it's forever, but it's only been about two or three weeks since the Vanity Fair cover story on the rise of Skywalker debuted. Well, along with that came a one-minute-ish video that showed Annie Leibovitz on set, had a couple of interviews, and showed some, you know, footage from the set. One of the shots that they showed is from the outside of a water tank with a bunch of water splashing around and there were photos from this cover story that showed rain-soaked Rey and Kylo Ren facing off and so we know that they are going to be in a watery situation and fighting and that's the deal. So there you go. You knew about water tank stuff if you were checking out the Vanity Fair cover story about three weeks ago. And so Mary Ann isn't necessarily telling us anything new or breaking any news or leaking something that hasn't already been leaked in its own way. And that is going to do it for today's episode of the show here. Thank you so much for joining me for it. And as always, may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.